Hills, reconfigure your life, change your heart, and prepare you for all that God has destined you to be. Welcome to the Hills Church. The title of our message this morning is on the Ark to the Altar. I'm sure you've seen the flyer. This, uh, so let's read, let's begin reading from Genesis chapter 8, verse 15 to 22. Then God said to Noah, Genesis 8, 15 to 22. God, then God said to Noah, Leave the ark, all of you, you and your wife and your sons and their wives. Release all the animals, the bears, livestock, and the small animals that scurry along the ground, so they can be fruitful and multiply throughout the earth. So Noah and his wife and his sons and their wives left the boat, and all of the large and small animals and birds came out of the ark, pair by pair. Then Noah, the twenty, then Noah built an ark to the Lord, built an altar to the Lord. And there he sacrificed as burnt offerings the animals and birds that had been approved for that purpose. And the Lord was pleased with the aroma of the sacrifice, and he said to himself, I will never again curse the ground because of the human race, even though everything they think or imagine is bent towards evil from childhood. I will never again destroy all living things. As long as the earth remains, there will be planting and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night. As long as the earth remains, there will be planting and harvest, there will be cold and heat, there will be summer and winter, there will be day and night. How many of you sometimes feel like you're through some season? But God is saying that as long as the earth remains, he will keep a lead on the seasons. And he was at the time of the sacrifice on the altar. We all know that a new time has come. This hydra-headed monster has been headed in the spirit. All disobedience has been wiped out. And we all have the opportunity to make a fresh start. Just like us, there was a man, Noah, who lived in this time. God spared our lives. God has freed us from some of us. It's not because we are more righteous than all the people who have died from the virus. It's not because we are better off than them. But some of us, God has freed us from the scourge of this virus. And the vision we saw in the spirit is that the head of this virus has been cut off. It is still trashing that God is bringing us to a place when there will be total victory and total restoration in the name of Jesus. When God has dealt with this, then he will bring us out again. Somebody said that the ark of Noah was very nasty about it. That there were animals, cows, horses, and there was poop, smell, animal smell in the ark. But guess what? Whether you like the Ark of Noah, it was the only Ark afloat. Sometimes the body of Christ looks like that. It looks like there's fight, there is issues, there's brokenness of all time. But guess what? The body of Christ, the only Ark afloat. You cannot fight with the only Ark afloat. You stay in the Ark until the time of the flood be over. You know, we're not leaving the ark forever. The ark is always for a season. 
the ark is supposed to be a holding place until the time when God brings a new level of revelation. So there comes a new time and God begins to say, oh, let's change everything. And then God said to Noah, leave the ark. Step into a new world. You understand? Leave the ark. Step into a new world. It's time now. Of course, the lockdown has been lifted even in towns like Italy, in countries like Italy. The lockdown has been lifted. Parts of America, Nigeria, say testing the lockdown lifts. Many countries are going to go there. So guess what? Leave the ark. Step out again. What did I say? Leave the ark. Step out again. That's the word of God today. There comes a time when Noah has been protected by the ark. And there comes a time when Noah must journey from the ark forward. Noah knew he had to go to a new place and a new time. Noah knew he was going to a new world full of fears. Death has been there. Can you imagine what it was like for Noah to come into a new world where everybody he knew had died? All his cities have been made into a ruin. All the world. Do you understand? It, it looks like today when many, many of us don't know that so many people have lost their businesses, the deals that they closed have been have been expired. Do you understand? Contracts have been wiped out, businesses have crashed and gone, industries have pulled up, and nations have entered into a recession. Do you understand? In this world, it's as if we had what Noah had as well. So he was stepping out into a bloody new place. He was stepping out into a place he didn't know before. What did he do? What did Noah do when he was going to a new world? He merely stepped down. He gathered some stones. He gathered some stones. He gathered some pivots. He gathered some rocks. And he put them together and created an altar. Noah built an altar. And what did he do? He took animals and cut them and placed them on the altar. And then the fire fell. The fire fell on the altar. The altar was not a nice place. It was bloody. Do you understand? I saw a picture, like the picture we put on our Instagram handle. If you zoom in a little bit on that picture of the altar, you see blood flowing down. It was a very bloody place. What is it about blood that brings an aroma to, to, to the work of God? What is it about blood that interests God? What is it about Christianity that is a bloody religion? We must take the Holy Communion signifying the blood of Christ. We must bring ourselves as living sacrifice. Before now, the Jews had to offer goats and sheep as sacrifice unto God. There is something bloody about our faith. Why? Because he was pointing to the blood of Christ that was coming. The, the sacrificial lamb that Noah gave was a type of Christ that was coming. Christ gave his life. Christ shed his blood. Christ lost his blood for the sins of the whole world. That is the significance of the altar. Because upon Golgotha's tree, upon the tree of Golgotha, upon the rock, upon the altar of Calvary, God offered his son as a sacrifice. 
know what was stepping into a new world, a world he didn't know before. He didn't just go and start doing the same old things he was doing. He didn't just go and start. He had instructions before to build the ark. But there comes another instruction. Leave the ark. He didn't just stand up and just start walking randomly. He had to commit the new journey into God's hand. He had to dedicate the new time. Now, post-COVID-19, you have to stay at the altar. Say amen. You have to stay at the altar. You may have left the ark. You may have left the cocoon. But do you know what dangers are out there? Do you know who can infect you? Do you know what can happen? Do you know the after effects of all of this? Do you know the business fall? Do you know the outfall of all of these things? No, you don't. But you know him who knows tomorrow. You know him who owns the ark. So step out from the ark and get to the altar. Let's say it together. Step out from the ark and get to the altar. One more time. Step out from the ark and get to the altar. One more time. Step out from the ark and get to the altar. One last time. Step out from the ark and get to the altar. In the altar is new instruction. In the altar is new consecration. In the altar is new covenant. In the altar, God comes down to give something powerful. In the altar, new grace is brought out for God to work in the earth. This altar becomes the birthplace for God's new standard. And God began to speak once Noah got to the ark. God says, I love your new altar and your consecration. I am here to anoint your ears by my sacred fire and unction. I have released you to run into your world and apprehend. This present time, you are now in Noah. Say amen. You've obeyed God in the past, but your vehicle of the past cannot take you into the future. Your old vehicle cannot take you to the future. You built an ark, but now it's time for you to build an altar. In the past, you built an ark, but now it's time for you to build an altar. An altar will be a daily place to write the heart of God for a new time. Those who connect to God on the altar will know what his heart is. What you hear, write. What you hear, declare. What you hear from the altar, speak. Because God is bringing new grace at the altar. Amen. What is the altar? The altar, first of all, is a place of sacrifice and submission. Noah could have used his ship to eat. But he decided that which was for food, he sacrificed Give it to what? Bond offering to God. Sacrifice. You understand? He laid everything down. And Noah declared that it wasn't down to him. Submission. He submitted the will of God. So the altar is a place of submission. I want to encourage some of you to submit to God. You know, sometimes we feel like we are submitted to God. We don't know that we are actually executing our not about you, about what God wants. Submit to God, the altar. Submit to the power of the Holy Spirit, the altar. Submit 
him distributed to God, that the altar is a place to check again. Check your obedience level. Check your submission level. Amen. The altar is a place of consecration and covenant. Consecration is a place to make you new. Do you know that the blood that was shed represented the blood of Christ? He was supposed to wash the sins of Noah and his sons and bring them into a new world. The altar represents a place when we wash from our sin. As you come to the altar, God's grace will be available for you to wash from your sin. Amen. Oh, come to the altar Father's Fought with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. The altar is the place of covenant. It's not just a place of consecration. It's a place when God is making everything new. God is coming to cut a deal with mankind. God is inviting you into a partnership. God is inviting you into a relationship. He says, cut a deal with me and I will guarantee that deal. All you have to do is bring yourself. I will make you clean. All you have to do is bring yourself. I will strengthen you. I will give you power. I will raise you up. This is all God wants you to do. The place of the altar is a place of covenant. And God began to speak. He said, I'm never going to destroy the earth again. As long as the earth remains, there will be seed time and harvest. As long as the earth remains, there will be grace. As long as the earth remains, there will be winter and summer. As long as the earth remains, there will be newness brought forth. The altar represents the place of covenant. When God is making a new deal with humanity, this is the time for a new deal. You may say this is the time of the dead of the old, but it's also the time of the birthing of a new. If you can step to the altar today, there will be a new covenant between you and God. And God God will keep the articles of his own covenant. God will keep the own terms of his own deal. God will speak his own word and bring his own power to pass. God will reach out over you and speak his words of power and life on you. He will push grace into your world and speak power and strength into your life. Say amen. Amen. Covenant. A new covenant. A new deal. A new washing, a new consecration, a new life, a new knowledge of God. That's what you will have. God is bringing you to a place when you're going to know Him in a fresh and powerful new way. That His grace will be released over you. That His power will be available for you. God is speaking over you His words. God is declaring over you His words. And He says, give me your Give me your action. Give me your soul. Give me your thought. Give me to give me your your decision. Give me your will. Give me your intellect. Do you know we all know how to worship God with our heart? Our heart is good towards God. We don't want to harm God. You understand? We also know how to worship God with our strength. You know, like we sing, we jump. That's worshiping God with your strength. But you know what? We don't know how to worship God with our soul. 
in our soul. We don't really want God to take over. We haven't submitted our soul to Him. God wants you to give Him the soul. Also, finally, is the place of prayer and presence. <laughs> you saw Noah. Noah lifted up his hands. Just like Abraham lifted up his hands. Just like Isaac lifted up his hands. Just like Jacob on the journey, on the journey back to, 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 to the promised land when Jacob ran from his brother Esau. He saw a vision. And in this vision, angels were ascending and descending when he woke up in the morning and said, Oh my God, this is El Bethel, the house of God. And I did not know it. And he built an altar there unto the Lord, sacrificed a lamb and lifted up his hand. What is it about the altar and lifting up of hands? It's actually a place of prayer. Lifting up your hands, declare that you are submitted to God. Lifting up your hands, declare that you belong to Yahweh. Lifting up your hands, declare that God is your God. Lifting up your hands, declare that you connect to all the patriarchs of old. So this morning, wherever you are, just raise up your hands unto God. Just lift up your hands. Just lift up your hands unto God. Come to the altar. Lift up your hands. Come to the altar. Bring a prayer. Say, Lord, I bring an offering of prayer to you. I bring my life before you. This morning, I bring myself to your altar. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message from the Hills Church. Our mission is to love people, connect with family, and touch the world. Learn more on our website at www.ecclesiahills.org or email us at hello at ecclesiahills.org. 